Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Week 11 waiver wire targets next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier. We're going to talk about some Week 11 waiver wire targets. But first, the 1972 Dolphins can pop their <laughs> champagne and do their annoying little celebration because the Philadelphia Eagles are no longer undefeated. The last undefeated team in the NFL has fallen in surprising fashion to the Washington Commanders on Monday Night Football. Washington, I mean, 32-21 makes it sound like it was a bit more commanding than it actually was. The Eagles had several opportunities to win this game. And I think my biggest takeaway from this before we get to the winners and losers is just how many things still have to go wrong for the Eagles to lose at this point and for their offense to disappoint, right? Like it was a disappointing game for Miles Sanders, disappointing game for A.J. Brown, not a great game from Dallas Goddard. Even then, like they only played 42 offensive snaps to 72 for Washington. They had four turnovers, some pretty rotten luck in there, I think, especially with the Dallas Goddard fumble that shouldn't have been. Um, but yeah, that, that just, I think, kind of goes to show how good this team is, that that much has to go wrong for them to lose a close game. Let's talk about winners and losers from this game. Who's a big winner for Monday Night Football? Before we get to the winners from the actual game, I want to call a big loser on this podcast, our own Adam Azer, who just four hours ago on Monday's Beyond the Box Score uh, podcast basically said he can't see a way the Eagles are not going to go undefeated and then went game by game on their schedule, talking about win, 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 win. And now, of course, the well, epic reverse jinx. The, the unexpected but, happens yeah. in the NFL pretty regularly. As far as the game goes, though, my winner is Terry McLaurin. Look, Terry McLaurin, I think Matthew Harmon said it best. And for those who don't know, Matthew Harmon is the creator of Backyard Banter, also the creator of Reception Perception. So he charts receivers. And he said Terry McLaurin is only a, not a top 10. He's actually said top six receiver in people's minds who chase box score stats. As far as on the field, as you saw in that deep route, he creates separation with the best of them. He's one of the most nuanced route runners in the entire game. And at this point, his rapport with, with, um, Taylor Heineke is much better than his rapport was with Carson Wentz. So to me, he's a winner. He's becoming more of that locked in top 12 but, guy. But what Carson Wentz could be back. They're and not going back to Wentz. They can't. Terry McLaurin's had a 30% target share with Taylor Heineke this yes. season. It was 16% with Carson Wentz. He was just a deep ball guy. They can't go Carson back to Wentz. Wentz so that's my concern. Sure, but they can't go back to the wins right now. They can't even consider it after this win. You would think and and hope not for Terry yeah. McLaurin's case. Uh so Terry McLaurin, winner, hopefully doesn't become a loser if Carson Wentz takes over. Who was a loser from Monday night's game? I think you can look to Miles Sanders as a loser just because this is the kind of game script that is a nightmare for Miles Sanders owners, mm-hmm. speak, managers, because he's not getting anything going in the past game, hasn't gotten much going all year. They don't really utilize the running backs in the past game that much in this offense. And then you have a game script like this where they're kind of playing from behind. They don't have the ball. At one point, time possession was 33 minutes for Washington and seven minutes for the Eagles. And that's when you have a game script kind of like, you know, on the flip side of the ball to Brian Robinson. This wasn't a good example of that, but some games in the past where you just don't, you can't rely on a back like this who doesn't have pass volume. 
Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's This was kind of what I've been waiting for with Miles Sanders. He's been getting so many goal line touches. He's been getting so many touchdowns, and it's kind of overlooked the fact that there is still some downside in his usage. Let's move on to the Week 11 waiver wire, and obviously if you want the full waiver wire uh, discussion, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Football Today, and make sure you check out Jamie Eisenberg's column on CBS Fantasy, cbssports.com slash fantasy. But what we'll talk about now is – Look, obviously, we're we're all hurting with the Cooper Cup injury. He's got a high ankle sprain, according to reports. Likely to miss multiple weeks. I think there's an outside chance that this ends his season, at least his fantasy season. Um, there's no nothing to be excited about with the Rams offense, right? We, we can skip over Dallin Robinson and Ben Skoranek and, and that crew, but I think there are some very good wide receivers this week for fantasy on the waiver wire. I think specifically of Christian Watson, Kadarius, Tony, Paris Campbell, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. If you listen to yesterday's episode, a lot of repeat names here, but I think those are the, the key guys to look for on waivers this week. And Dan, I'll ask you, between Watson, Tony, Campbell, and Peoples-Jones, how would you rank that four group, that four player group? Great question. So I think for me, there's a clear-cut winner here. It's Christian Watson. He's my tier one. He's the guy I'm going all in for this week. Look, you're pairing exactly what you want in fantasy. You're pairing probably still a good quarterback. I think Rodgers is still good. Mm -hmm. He can clearly throw the ball downfield with the best of them. With potential for opportunity and targets and an immense talent. Christian Watson is someone with a 94th percentile height, 98th percentile broad jump. That shows explosiveness. 84th percentile vert jump. That shows the leaping ability. 40th percentile, 91 yard, uh, sorry, 91th percentile, 91st percentile, 40 yard dash, 97th percentile, 10 yard split, the quickness, and 91st percentile hand size. He has it all. He's like built hey, in a leg. Real big, big real fast. Fast. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that's such a good combination for potential fantasy ceiling. And I'm going for the ceiling, so he's my first one. And then going through that, Kadarius Tony would be my second one. The talent's there. I'm still a little worried about the situation. Donovan Peoples-Jones after that, like the talent, like the potential upside for Watson. Then clear-cut fourth would be, for me, uh, Paris Campbell. I will say, if I needed someone to start, like if I'm desperate for a win this week, in PPR. I might go with Paris Campbell in yeah. PPR league because he does have 32 targets in the last three games he's played with Matt Ryan. He's the safety valve in that offense. He's the guy Matt Ryan looks to when the pass rush gets there. So that's the one thing I would say in Paris Campbell's defense. He doesn't have as much upside in the long term, but if we're talking just week 11, I probably feel better about trusting him than I do Watson or, or Tony or, or Peoples-Jones. So that's and the one thing right. in mind. And you'd be right. I just can't stop myself from swinging for the oh, fences yeah. in fantasy. Oh, absolutely. Especially a wide receiver. Like upside yes. is really important at wide receiver. That's what you should be prioritizing more often than not. And that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll be back tomorrow, talk about some of the big questions and trade targets heading into week 11 of the Fantasy Football season. We'll see you then.